Hey, welcome guys. This is the Yeti Cool Brothers, and you're speaking with uh, TJ. And, and joining me is Ethan. What's up, guys? This is uh, Ethan, aka Ethan Three Stacks, on Instagram. Um, back, back on the podcast. And uh, and I'm just yeah. a guy. But uh, but to to add on to that as well, it's been a while since the one since the last chapter was released, and then also it's been a while since we have actually done anything because we've actually been busy in our lives as well. Ethan's just been uh, has just Ethan, you've just finished um, going through a move. You've been moving houses, which is awesome. Yep, yep. Um, and for myself, I've just been caught up with uh, my day to day job as well as uh, being a dad. So it's been very a very productive four weeks. Um, but we I wanted to take this podcast episode is I just heard that the latest SBS was dropped volume 106 a genius's dream and i wanted to just cover this with everyone there as well so if you're if you're listening if you haven't checked out the sbs so we just want to do some uh just some thoughts on the sbs that just got released now this will be ethan's first time right um what oh, what do you mean first time reading the sbs like this like looking over this sbs yes we're going to be covering it first i've already read it but it's this is yours oh yeah i haven't read it before yeah cool 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 so I normally normally there'll be a like like there'll be a reveal of the chapter itself. Then you read it through. Um, I'm actually going off of Reddit right now uh, on their summary, so we can go through that together. Oh yeah, sweet, cool, cool. So in this SBS, um, I'm just reading it directly, guys. So if you're listening to it, then just just go along with it. So Oda's revealed that Aramaki's past, Aramaki being Green Bull, his real name. Uh, must have been very sad to have such a sad tattoo under his chest, with his, which is the Shinigawa Shinju, or the Suicide of the Shinigawa Lovers, is the title of a Rakugo play in which a ruined overage prostitute wishes to commit suicide. Pretty sad. Um, having yeah. convinced a young man to leave with her by jumping off a bridge. The man refuses at the last moment, but she pushes him. Oh. Before jumping in turn, a messenger brings the prostitute the news that some money has arrived. Delighted, the idea of killing herself suddenly seems ridiculous, and she returns to her activities. I've seen this in a movie before, man. I can't remember where, though. Oh, yeah. Um, then she returns to her activities. In a movie, like a live-action movie? Yeah, not a live-action, yeah, but like an actual movie. I've, see, I've seen this that, that type of plot before. But, yeah, so that's the... That's the tattoo that Green Bull has on his chest. Oh. That's what it symbolizes. Huh. That's a bit funny. Um, also in this SBS, um. Oda reveals the justices yep. of both Green Bull and Fujitora. So I always thought Fujitora's one was blind justice, but it's actually honorable justice. Okay. And Aramaki's okay. is deadly justice. The term of justice. So very um, Akainu like. Has he revealed Akainu's one? Yeah, yeah, I think it's absolute justice. Okay. Um. Okay. I, well, I would have thought his would be deadly or determined. But yeah. absolute justice. Yep. Yep. Absolute justice. Not sure what that means. Absolute justice. It's like the yeah. full punishment. You just direct punishment. Just punish them for, for what they do. Let's look at the, de- the definition. Absolute justice. So I'm guessing his would be like very, um, like, uh, oh, you dropped that. 
you're littering, then you have yep. to be punished. Yep. So absolute justice is defined as like, oh, well, Google's definition is uh, absolute justice demands that all violators be punished or no violators be punished. Wait, that I'm interested in like, so then what, what is the deadly? Deadly. So these are real things, real types of justice. Yeah. That was just like a, Oda's just describing, having a, his own description of what the justice would be. Um, nah, nah. Deadly I, justice. There, there are some cases that like, you can draw the definition from. Deadly justice. I mean, you know, we're just, I'm literally just like, thrown into this but try and find it <laughs> uh deadly Damn, justice like such a big topic. what's that seems like such a this seems like a topic that you'd have to research on yeah i wonder if this is why it takes so long for the stories to come out because oda is just literally studying yep the same time <laughs> studying like philosophy and yeah, and the way Justice. he incorporates it, right? Or, or like, rather, I think it's the way that we take it out, take out of it. Yep. Um. So, there's a book, Deadly Justice, a statistical portrait of the death penalty. And just this line here is like, Deadly Justice explores an enormous range of issues, including, among others, racial, gender, and geographical bias, innocence, deterrence, mental health, abu child abuse, length of time. So, it's basically to determine whether the death penalty is fairly and proportionally applied and reserved for the worst of the worst. Oh, yeah, I see. Okay. So you can really see, like, a interesting divide in the, um, in the admirals. Yeah, yeah, 100% in the way that they administer uh, justice. So an example would be Kuzan is lazy justice. So lazy justice could be uh, an example that would be like, let's say someone like broke the law and you're just like, oh, I'll let you get away with it for now. That's like, that would be like Kuzan's type of justice. Yeah. Um, There's like an interesting dynamic. So you would have like um, three stars on one side, like kind of like the you know, honorable, so good side. Yeah, um, yeah, like, like doing the right thing. Kuzan? Doing the right thing, like uh, an example would be uh, just versa. After all those years of like punishment onto the people, Isho um, apologized on behalf of the government for not doing the job. Oh, so he bowed down. Right, to it's good to know. Which is what they're angry about. Like Akino's angry about that. Yeah. Interesting. So uh, Green Bull, bad side. Ujitora, kind of good. For justice, then in the middle would be um, Kizaru. Kizaru is unclear justice, so it's like, like it's like a carefree type of justice. Yeah. Interesting. Carefree attitude and it's an interesting priorities. dynamic in the admirals. Like, usually, especially even before, you would feel like the admirals were together. Yeah. Whereas these ones, it's like they're all like different, different kind of places yeah yeah that's why it like be uh, really interesting by the end you know by the end of the story like how things will come about yeah and even more so like you had um you had their fight right they had they, they had they had their fight in marijuana as well 
So it's almost like uh, I don't, I, don't, I want to say that their their justice was exuded during that time, but it does like play a part. Hmm. Interesting, interesting stuff. I guess it'll be well, be a bit clearer as the story progresses. But I'm more interested. I guess it's it, it'll set up very well towards the ending. Yeah. Um, other stuff that was, I think this is a summary that I'm actually looking at, so we'll just cover the summary first. So, other stuff is like Setamari's backstory and oh. Law's awakening. Okay. Um, and at this point, what Nami says to Rob Lucci, and then another, uh, which is, you're no longer acting so tough, Mister. I was the boss when it came to bully Robin in Eni's lobby. I don't know what that means. Okay. And it, categories Trident and Law's. Kikoku sword, if they were alive. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this could be a, a key thing because they the same thing happened. So when they said that, um, what happened? What what if Zoro's swords were alive? Were actual people, and one of the swords actually looked like that guy that that created the sword. Oh. Oh, okay. The water, the water Ichimonji looked like uh well yeah, 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 Oda draws him, yeah. Okay then. Do you want to break down those images? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let me just One of them is an images. animal, right? One as of far them. As oh know, yeah, yeah, and the images animal. that we got. Yeah, yeah. And so one of them is an animal. Is... Like a mole. Looks like a mole king. So this is um Katakuri's oh, trident. In a human form. Okay. Uh, in in, uh, in uh, yeah, in animal human form, and they're trying to eating a donut. <laughs> oh no, sorry, the mole is eating a donut. Oh, they drew this. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> so imagine if this thing is just actually becomes something really, really important later on in the story. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> it's a mole animal. Um, I mean, Katsukuri does look weird, right? Like he's a... What if he is part animal? Part something. That's interesting because of his... He has uh, the crazy his, mouth. Thing, yeah, right? yeah, his, his giant mouth, right? <clears throat> is there any connection with that with anything else? I don't know. Could he be half... Um... Oh, man. The, the people half animal half human <laughs> probably I don't know if they're gonna if they'll ever revisit that back man so oh, an, an example an example would be like Zora's swords were drawn uh, humanoid back like back at a previous um, SBS so you see the Wadoichimoji which is his first sword the Sendaki Tetsu and also the Shisui Shisui take a look at the Wadoichimoji it does kind of look like uh, um, and look at this yeah. guy Kozobor Matsuki yeah yeah the middle one kind of looks like um, but not really uh, what's his name Orochi right but uh, probably no probably just a coincidence and the I Shisui think. looks like the guy from uh, from uh, Whitebeard's fleet 
<laughs> looks like white beards. Like could be his son. No, no, it looks like this guy. Uh yeah, this guy. Matt Guy. Lord of Thunder. Oh. But he yeah. looks like white beard too. The chin. <laughs> no. No, this guy's chin. Look at his chin. <laughs> like his a version of it, like he could be his son. Or nephew. They just have the chin passed down, you know? Yeah. The Shusui was the is is that or... that's the sword of of Wano. So okay. Isn't it interesting how like it looks like this guy? And he's a swordsman. Yeah, yeah, he's a swordsman. Yeah, he he's. Damn, thunder. how do you remember that guy? This guy. Oh, I just remember this guy, man. Yeah, Mister Thunder dude. Oh. The only one that had like thunder ability. But he, but oh. here's the thing, he didn't have a thunder. He didn't have a thunder fruit, so he was just like just the way the speed that he could attack could create thunder. Maybe the sword could create thunder. Maybe there's a spirit in the sword. Oh, maybe he took um, one of Big Mama's uh, homies' soul weapons. Uh, yeah, probably. Probably so. took a homie. The other one I was equal was quite a stretch because I looked at the face and the face looked like a moon. And who was the um, the last uh, character reveal? For the last face. Comic? The Shisui one. Yeah, kind of like, yeah, Shisui's face. Kind of looks like a moon. And, um, figure later. Figure yeah, later. right. Whole head looks like a moon. That was a stretch. <laughs> That's a stretch, but. Hey, you know what's interesting? Know. Sorry, so, sorry, just, just so, going back. I just realized something as well. I'm looking at these photos, and, um, if we were to go back to the Mogura, which is, um, Katakori's trident, and you, mm. it's, it's a mole, right? Yeah. Now that you mentioned that, there there were those mole people on the moon. Oh, confirmed. Uh, Katsukuri's half mole people from the moon. No, no, his trident. His trident came from the moon, maybe. Okay. But are they like moles? Probably. They look like uh, yeah, they look like moles. The ancient civilization. They're like a roundish city. looking. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I was on the moon in a place, a city on the moon called Burka. Okay, that's that's crazy. Oda's even named whatever the city was up there, so there's part of the story. Yeah, he hasn't revisited it in a while, man. I'm pretty sure he's gonna go back to it. And you see these like people with wings, so maybe yeah. that's where the where kings from the Lunarians. Maybe it's about the Lunarians. Ah. I mean, that makes sense. Like, Lunarians, you know. There's lunar in the word Lunarian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also how the... What is it? The minks get their power. They draw their power from the moon. Minks. Yes, minks. That was what I was trying to remember before. I was going to say, um, Katsukuri's half mink. Yeah, right. There's no sense. Also, one thing, what do you think of, um, like, so there's a lot of moon talk, right? Yep. Um, you reckon that would be something into play later on, like, specifically with ancient weapons? Like, could this be, like, another ancient weapon type moon thing? Very similar to, you know, Naruto. 
I mean, not not similar as in like application, but it could be some sort of moon ancient weapon. I don't know. Okay, that's cool. I I think that the moon's gonna play a role because like, I mean, again, like dreams and sleeping and the moon, and Naruto. I don't know, man. I mean, the moon plays a pivotal role with you know the planet overall, especially like the ocean and tides. Hey, that's a really good point. So. Maybe you're going, so, yeah. you're going to eat somewhere. Yeah, so for sure, the moon has to have some sort of role to play, like oceans, tides, a lot of those things. Interesting. Very interesting. I just came up, I just came up with an idea. Like, what if there was like a part of the story in One Piece that um the moon had to be controlled, right? Yeah. Oh, this could be like a, okay. Uh, what did you call it? Coltex, Coltex, in the Coltex moment. A what? Uh, um, you said cold takes, right? Cold takes, hot takes. Oh yeah, yeah, cold take, yeah, yeah, cold take. <laughs> but anyway, the, 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 this is one like that. I just popped into my mind. Yeah. You know, no research, so don't um don't kill me. <laughs> but um, so the moon controls the tides, right? Yeah. Um. And that works with like you know gravitational pull of the moon, etc., etc. All of those things. What if what if you could uh, control the moon in a way where you could um, kind of control the tide and pull away the tide enough to like um, how how would you say it? like resurface? Like you you would probably control the tide enough that you could probably resurface things under the ocean and like different places. What if that is the way that you could um, get to laughing? Oh, control the hey. moon and the tide in a certain way where. Well, know, this goes back to that water talk we had before. Remember that time we had um, we we had a chat with I don't know if I if I, if I have the recording for it, I can't remember. But mm. we were talking about how towards the end of it, it's going to be Luffy. Yeah. And Blackbeard trying to get the One Piece, and the only way to access it would be an eclipse. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you have okay. like sun, moon. Yeah, the sun and the moon. Yeah, and you have an eclipse. But how is it that Roger got there? You know what I mean? Like, unless Roger got Roger, or the Roger pirates got there, and it, and there was just the wrong timing. They needed it to be twenty years later. That's what I'm thinking. I think they needed that. Um. I feel like they probably needed like uh, Luffy's devil fruit. They needed uh, Mika. Yeah, and that's probably why Shanks had it. Hmm. Yeah. To try to fulfill that. Yeah, so maybe there's a prophecy that there was going to be an event in 20 years' time. Which is why um, Roger mentioned it. Right? He was like, he said something about something's going to happen in 20 years. Yeah. So there was a prophecy. We know that. We know it was going to have a 20 years. And 20 years later, that's when Luffy shows up. Yep. And Shanks also had the, was also part of the prophecy because he also had the Nika, the Sangon Nika fruit. At that point? At that point, or yeah. Luffy was just a, oh. The 20 years later, right? 20 years later, Mark. Shanks already had the fruit. So, like, everything was, the pieces were coming together. And then it just yep. so happened that Luffy ate it. So Shanks could have been the no, guy, maybe, funny. but it also, but yeah. Luffy could have also been the guy, or whoever ate yeah. it. 
Yeah. That's such an interesting moment. I, I, I did think that, like, Shanks had a whole plan for that fruit, right? Yeah. He had a whole plan. And then, like, that happened, and then he was just like, I'm sure he would have just be like, wow, this is fake. This was supposed to happen. Yeah. And just kind of let it be. That's this pretty cool, you know. I don't have a theory on that, but I just thought that was cool. Yeah, right. But yeah, man, that's my theory. Like, you use the moon to, like, control the tide. And then, you know, it's good, especially, yeah, like, you've made a connection the there. Yeah. Places under the under the ocean. Yeah, I don't know. It's good, it's good. Um, so we'll we'll carry on with the new information on this as well. So a question was asked. Uh, so let's have a look at the image. <clears throat> and the question is about Green Bull. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No wonder why. Yeah, we would need a a full translation on this SBS reading. <laughs> Cool. So, at this point, I'm, yeah, you go. At this point, I'm just like ashamed that I haven't learned how to Japanese yet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so Sorry, the question that was asked is about Green Bull. He said back in chapter nine hundred five that he hasn't eaten in three years because it's a pain in the butt. Which means because he's the forest, he's capable of photosynthesis. As long as he gets nutrients, he doesn't have to eat. Is that right? And Ono responds with, "Absolutely." Oh, okay. Yeah. Next I question. was reading the wrong thing. Oh. <laughs> I was reading the fish for the laughing. And then it was like, is that right? And I was like, as an African fan, <laughs> and I was like, what is Africa? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we'll, we'll do that part. So, like, the next question is as an African fan, no one asks about Brooke's future. Please draw it. And then Oda, Oda, Brooke 20 years later, Brooke 40 years later, after something happens, Brooke 20 years later, and then Brooke 40 years later. Oh, please be uh, positive. There you go. the same <laughs> he just looks the same that's a good one all right should have known <laughs> should have known uh in volume 105 chapter 1061 we saw the g14 base if we look closely enough we can see sound round we can see sound round balloon like objects are those balloons did someone playfully attach them to the base so let's go chapter 1061 Oh, okay. Balloons, on, the, huh? on the G14. So this is the chapter where everybody is going through the water and they're on their way to Airkid. Oh, yeah. G14 and you see balloons. You see the balloons everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, these are the giant kids and the Navy. Yep. Oh, so they just released them? Yeah, so the balloons are there. Yeah, yeah, so they're, they're, it looks like they're holding them. So Otis' response to this is, yes, they're balloons. The G G14 branch is close to Egghead. So the children who were victims of what happened in the Punk Hazard Arc, Volume 67, are staying at the base for medicines after being checked by Vegapunk. A marine base is a rough place. So in order to make the children feel safer, even if just a little, Vice Admiral Dole gave an order to attach some balloons. Huh. That's crazy. Imagine if this person didn't answer, like, ask this question. 
<laughs> and like we just went through the story without knowing that there were balloons there. Yeah, right. There was a purpose for the balloons. <laughs> so imagine, <laughs> imagine all the things that we've missed that yeah. he's put there. Like, hundred percent. But it's almost like who has who thinks about that and asks you questions about that. And it makes sense too. It's like perfectly logical. Of yeah. course, we have balloons and try to make the kids feel safe. Yeah. Next question. Odachi, please give us a ranking of who's the best drinker among the Straw Hats. I know it's been said that Zora and Nami both can drink a lot, but what about the others? Okay. What do you, what do you recommend? Who do you reckon is number one? Oh, uh, I, well, I already said. Oh, you said? Okay. All right. We'll right, get back to it. Yeah. All right. So, Oda. <laughs> Strolling too slow. <laughs> Oda. Jinbei is number one. Number two, Zora. Number three, Nami. Number four, Frankie. Yeah. Number five, Sanji. Number six, Robin. Followed by Brooke, Usopp, Luffy, and then Chopper. <laughs> this ranking was a little tough to make. Like, to drink and being able to drink a lot is a whole different matter. Everyone drinks with a different attitude towards it. I do believe Luffy has potential, but you know, it's food first for him. Makes True. sense. Not a drink guy. Chopper's lost. Um, Sanji's quite. Yeah, but I guess drink is not his thing. Oh, yeah. Frankie would be. Interesting. Of course, they go Jimbe. The yeah. actual fish. The actual fisherman drinks like a yeah. fish. And he also so laughs a Jimbe lot. Like... He laughs a lot more. I picture him being a jolly drunk. Yeah. Uh, next question. Between Shanks and Beckman, who's more popular with girls? Oda. Shanks is probably more popular, but Beckman flirts more. After all, Beckman loves women. This oh interesting. You see the questions they ask? <laughs> see what the SBS <laughs> is all about? <laughs> but these are good though. These good like these these give a really good um like a, I mean, the more information you have, like even these like little ones, is like oh yeah, it paints a good picture. Yeah, like of characters and like of characters. Yeah, I need to read more of these. <laughs> you I have to, man. From the beginning, you gotta be reading I more started, of them because but, uh, it's it's fun. It's fun stuff. It's just like a lot of them are just fun stuff. Yeah, and it, it paints a good picture of these characters, especially at this point. So this is, so, oh, so this is why like a lot of the time people are talking about characters and their characteristics already. Yeah. And I haven't like seen them <laughs> in the yeah. anime or seen them anywhere. Absolutely. It's crazy. Next question. Hello, Oda Sensei. Starting with Rob Lucci, some CP9 members were promoted to CP0, but does that include Jabra, Fukuro, and Kumadori? And Oda goes, if you watched Film Red, you'll see that Bluno and Khalifa have both appeared as CP0 agents. Yes. All former CP9 agents were promoted to CP0, but within CP0, there's a group of people with masks, including Luchi, Kaku, and Stussy. They're called the Mask Assassins and are given more special missions. Huh. Interesting. I would have just, like, not promoted Bluno and <laughs> Khalifa. <laughs> you can just stay in CP9, right? Yeah. Oh no, CP9 has to. Uh, I think CP9 had to be disbanded. All oh, right. I think so, because of the shame of 
of them losing. Yeah. I mean, but oh, you've got the operative group that, like, that did terrible. Yeah, but in saying that, too, it's like they, they failed, so they don't deserve to be promoted, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I think unless so. Unless it's like, you know, I, you know, oh, actually, know government, actually, government you didn't see, you see what happened during that time, eh? Like, because there's a, the cover art stories, you see what happened to CP, CP9 during the whole oh, time. Right. So they, yeah, so there's a flow-on effect. I don't think there was an episode about it. Okay. I mean, I guess they are part of the government, so. Very yeah. shady, right? They probably who well, even knows that they failed? Not that many people. Publicly, yeah, nah. Uh CP nine cover letter. Bro, it's it's I thought it was a good story arc as well. CP nine cover letter. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the cover letter. Uh the cover sorry. Cover story. Hey look man, I just hired some guy and he had his cover letter, so <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just, so I was just thinking of like what their cover letters are gonna be like. <laughs> Dear sir, madam, <laughs> writing, <laughs> I'm writing to you. It's weak, man. So now I I end up just like ignoring them when they do. This. Dear sir or madam, I'm just like I'm not <laughs> I'm not gonna read this. Oh, okay, good to know. I'm gonna I'm gonna edit my all of my cover letters. So you see, it starts off like on this island, right? And then the next one is great looking picture. You see Bluna opening up a door and he's carrying Rob Lucci. And then all these guys are just like kind of piece piece their thoughts together in regards <laughs> to what just happened on Eddie's lobby. You see a flying bird I here, mean, right? Just, just... Yeah. My thoughts on this flying bird is I think the flying birds are a symbol for something. And I think they're all we're all uh what's his name? Conjurers. But that's just me. Oh, Conjurer's messenger birds. But this is the bird that this is the bird that was on Rob Lucci because it's got a tie. Yeah. Oh wait, well, that that could be Rob Lucci's pigeon. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I think that's his bird. And then you I see, mean, like, yeah. Just thinking about them, like, on that picture when they're like all disappointed and stuff. It's like they were so invincible in that arc. Eh? Yeah. So I can understand that they were just like, look at that, what the hell happened? Yeah. Like, we can fly. <laughs> um, we're invincible we weapons. And, yeah. We put holes with our fingers. Yeah, bro. It's a they brick. had everything. When they were fighting the straw hats, I was like, bro, how is the straw hats going to win? Yay. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost like the, the odds were stacked. Yeah, especially since, like, they had to go one on one. 1v1 with, like, all of them, like, Nami. Yeah. Like, Nami. I was like, what? what is Nami going to do? Just clutch. Can't yeah, even absolutely. Yeah, especially her, her ability, eh? That was awesome. Like, her ability to to create illusion using the weather. Yeah. I was like, wow. Yeah, that was cool. But, uh, yeah. Oh, what happens in the next... Uh... The next one, they, they heard... I think they can hear Spandom. What was that? Spandam, you know the guy with the face mask? Oh, the, oh, that's his name? Yeah, I think they can hear him. Damn, so, going over. Uh, it looks like they're leaving. Okay. Going somewhere. They're still taking Rob 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 Rob
um, oh, it, uh, what's his name? Is it Kaku? Oh well, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's Kaku. I just saw him sitting before. Yeah, Kaku's just sitting there. So oh, who? well, maybe he's just he's still injured sitting. Maybe he's still injured. Oh no 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 no! That's Robolucci and Kaku's on the front. Yeah yeah, Jabra's holding Kaku. Kaku's got a hat. Then they end up going to. They end up going to a to a city. That it rains. Oh, what's the city? I don't know the city. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know without the caption. Let me see if I can find that caption. Oh yeah, there it is. So. Ah. Okay, let's do that. Okay. Because it has a very specific looking thing in the front. Yeah, I want to know this now. So let me just click on... Let me just create a new, new tab for it. So you look at it by number. 491. Yeah, I got it. 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 I'm with it. Cool. Okay, so. First, first panel. Mm. Island of No Survivors. Next one, air door. Next one, air door. That's it. Yep. Next one, save Rob Lucci. Next one, forced error. Pursuers from the world government. Yeah. Next one, train rail of ex- of escaping. <coughs> oh, so they're they're on the tr- on the rail. That's why I was wondering why they're on the water, but they're on the rails. Oh right. Yeah, that's what I was like. Um, do they have some sort of ability? Like they walk on water. Yeah. Next one, Spring Queen Town, Saint Poplar, without the medical fees. Oh yeah, yeah. So you can see the, the the doctors, the hospital mark, the plus. Something. Do we know this place? <laughs> like, know. Is this where someone is from? For Not a second, I thought this is where Law is from, but like, um, that but that place, place is like already wiped. Uh, I don't know any other doctor-related places. There any places with the doctor? You mean other places that's not snow? That but but yeah. that are raining. Yeah, me neither. Huh. Cool. So it's probably just like a place. Probably. I guess, yeah. Next one. Earning medical fees. Oh no, save Rabluchi. Kumidori performs to earn medical fees. Huh. It reminds me of um Oh yeah, hey, that's a good point. That's a really good point. Earning medical fees, Jabra and Bluno. Jabra and Bluno's wild animal show. Yeah. It's almost out of character, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's weird. You guys were secret agents. Why? <laughs> Earning I medical they were fees. To steal money. Yeah. The giraffe slide. <laughs> oh, that's what this is called? Yeah. Damn. I will say, Kaku has the biggest glow down. <laughs> in terms of, um, <laughs> like, being the coolest character to his devil fruit form. Come on, man. Come on, man. You're I wish he really man. loved giraffes, but... But he does. He could have been a... Yeah, you could have swapped devil fruits with the wolf guy. <laughs> it's funny, oh, yeah, because well. you expect like the the 
baddest people to have like the best fruit, right? Or the most yeah. evil sinister fruit, but nah, man. Like it's it's down to how you do it. No, yeah, but that's dope that he's still strong though. I mean, yeah, devil fruit kaku is still way stronger than you know, normal kaku, but I just, I guess aesthetically, I don't know. <laughs> he's still cool. <laughs> he's still my favorite out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, mine too. Uh, next one, earning medical fees, cleaning the streets. Oh, that makes sense. Wow, they're like doing like they're really good people. Yeah, it changes the perception, eh? Next one. We'll gladly yeah, accept your soaked cash, says the doctors. Damn, it's supposed to be in a different light. I haven't seen these uh, covers. Before. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the covers are really good because it really paints, like, a different side of them. That's why I like I like CP. I like CP0. I actually like them because, like, because of this... My perception changed because of this this cover art story. Because now I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, they're actually pretty good. They're right, they're right. Is that Wapol? I don't mind Wapol because like he actually went through some shit afterwards. It's pretty cool. <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, no, he's he's okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next one, shopping and smoking. Oh yeah, these guys are making shopping some money. And smoking. Uh, okay. So they bank. Yeah, they're making money. Waiting for the shoppers. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, everyone else is just chilling out. Just having some coffee. They should have just, like, chilled out and just lived this, like this. Yeah. Instead of becoming CP0. Yeah. Well, they don't have a mission anymore. Their mission was to, like, be undercover at Water 7. Right, that was their mission, yeah. and they had to, they, they, that that was them working all the time. So now they're they're not working anymore, so they get to chill out. Huh. The awakening. And you've got Rob Lucci just sitting up. It's finally woken up, and uh, the birds awake. The birds, the birds <laughs> like excited for it. And the next one is discharged from the hospital. Wait, has anyone asked about the bird and Lucci? Nah. In the SBS. Nah. Why do you think it's the bad guy? Hmm? No, no, like how, <laughs> how it works, how he talks. Nah, I don't know. Nah. Hilarious. No one's asked that. You oh, don't think the bird is like, a, is the Kagi, is, you, think the, you don't think the bird is the Kaguya bad guy? <laughs> or the Toby Obito? <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> I'd be like, that's, starts that's, talking. that is dumb. <laughs> Actually, I was the man marking flames on some important character. <laughs> Under my tie, son. it's not even a tie. It's flames. <laughs> it's a bird mark. This is an eye patch the whole time. The last, uh, <laughs> the only eye patch in one piece. That was a good video you sent, by the way. Showing the bird eye patch character. Yeah, I think it's Robuchi, man. Robuchi is the what? Man marked in flames? Yeah. Ooh, we'll, okay. we'll cover it. We'll cover it later. <laughs> Let <Sorry>. me. <laughs> we'll just finish off this story. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Next one is everybody has fun bowling. What the hell? Oh, they just did their CP9 powers. 
right? Yeah. Uh, there's a ruckus in the town. And so uh, Bluto's like, feeling like, hey, some justice to be done here. Oh, actually, no. It looks like uh, the thought that he has is like the world government symbol, and it looks like a sail ship, maybe? Or it's like a, or it's like exclamation mark, but you have like the world government mark. Yeah, it looks a bit weird. Um, the it candy does, pirates. Vibes. Yeah, so that leads to this. The candy pirates appear in St. Poplar Harbor. Big mom. Nah. The hell are the candy? Yeah. Candy pirates? Interesting. I'm the only thing about Big Mom's pirates. But Me too. Could it be an off shoot? Off um, one of their fleets? I don't know. Candy I mean, if I were a pirate, I wouldn't be the candy pirates. <laughs> you wouldn't be the candy pirates? Nah. What do you eat the most of in that? That could probably be your pirate day. Like, oh yeah. McDonald's pirates. Burger, burger <laughs> pirates. <laughs> the, the McNugget pirates. <laughs> <laughs> the Sunday <laughs> chocolate Sunday pirates. Chocolate Sunday pirates. Sunday hot fudge pirates. <laughs> the Big Mac steam bun pirates. <laughs> the Boss Burger steam bun. Uh, <laughs> you just say your order. No, no onions, no pickles. <laughs> yeah, anti-onion, anti-pickle gang, pirates. <laughs> okay, next one is yeah, the candy pirates, huh? The envoy of justice. Oh, easy, easy, easy. Oh man, look how he kicked him. He just. Doesn't look like he's. <laughs> That's pretty cool. He just <laughs> kicks him. He's like still looking at him like they're having a conversation. Uh, this one is called Strength. Strength, the likes of which you have never seen. Oh, interesting. interesting. Oh, yeah. So they're taking out everyone on the ship. And you've got Excessive Justice. Ooh, that's interesting. Excessive Justice. Maybe he's going to be an admiral. Makes sense, hey. Oh yeah, could be. That would be so weird to have. Uh... Oh, interesting. A, Z- a Zoan, right? That'd be weird to have a Zoan admiral, right? Yeah, but yeah, he could be. He could be uh, admiral. Yeah, man. Yep. Probably could be perfect admiral. Yeah, Kobe. Kind of. Him, Kobe, and one more. Oh, him and Kobe? Yeah. Admiral? And Helmippo. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <what> the... <laughs> the fleet admiral will be... Oh, the fleet admiral will be Helmippo. <laughs> Actually, probably. It'll take someone like that to be a good fleet admiral, maybe. Yeah. Guy that doesn't do any fighting. I don't know. Uh, we cannot remain th- in this town. So they look like they gotta they gotta leave. The next one is too beautiful to behold. A flower of thanks. Damn, they're good guys, man. 
Hey, thanks for this. Even though they, they probably killed all the pirates. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably left with holes in there in their chest. Oh, bro. Next one is CP9 departs from St. Poplar. Next one is Homeland. Homeland? Yeah. Next one is the next generation of Cyberpolar in training. Oh, this is it. Oh. This is where CP CP0 or CP whatever comes in. Oh, next, next one is Pursuers arrive to capture CP9. Oh, come on, Marines. Sengoku. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot his name. Strawberry, I think. Oh, no, not Strawberry. He's got a, his, his power is balls. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, I forgot his name. Like, Marine, One Piece, balls. Ooh, buggy balls. Ball, ball guy. Yeah, I forgot oh, his I name. What's that? I'm showing some of the old characters on Google. This, this guy from Skype, uh, Satori of the Forest or whatever. Yeah, this guy. Uh, very good. Okay. That's his name. Very good. One Piece. Very good. Well, yeah, I guess his name is very good. Oh. There is. Wow. Yeah. He's got the berry berry fruit. Oh yeah, yeah. Not balls. Berry berry. So he looked like Did when he was young. Berries? Big ears. Shackle berries. What a tatty. Uh devil fruit. Very good. Has a power of the berry berry nomi, a paramecia class devil fruit that allows him to separate his body in several several yeah, like buggy. But it can go into uh into like berry shape all parts. Oh, Okay. Here you go. There's a picture I'd of like to see him fighting Frankie. Frankie doing a strong right. <laughs> cool. And then just going back to where we were before, just to finish this up. What was this? This was like CP9 departs for the pursuers. Cool. We won't let you disturb our home. Oh. It's crazy. It looks good. It looks really good. Next one oh, is even the other stuff. Oh, yeah, no, all I didn't of them. Have um, Spandam in his intensive care unit receives a Den Den Mushi. Oh, was that him trying to kill the former CPP9? Or is this just like him injured from the last thing? I think that's him getting injured from the. from before, maybe? Usopp? I don't know. That's crazy. How well drawn it is. This is your former subordinate, Rob Blue Chief. Oh. Someday we shall return. Ooh. Oh, and they, they, they defeated all those other guys. Damn. Father and son plot the obliteration of CP9. And the last one. Okay. The ship sails off into the distance. But they haven't answered like who created CP Zero. Yeah. Or had that formed. Yep. Interesting. 
So there's way, so there's just other theories for that too. Could be some other person, a former CPU, or some other high-level government official. Yeah, that was pretty Say cool. Uh, but uh-huh. they still had evil intentions in the last arc, though. In one of Yeah, that's right. That was cool. That was cool. Interesting. So they were kind of good guys, but then still kind of evil in in Wano. Yeah. Because they're, they're back at work. They're back on their jobs. Back on payroll. Uh, <laughs> oh, interesting. Cool. So what was that? That was the, one of the uh, yeah, SBS. Sweet. Which one was what's the next? Uh... Man, that was like a big side A. Eh? <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, going back now. Uh... <laughs> uh, uh, next question. Um, if someone is petrified by Lolly Hancock's Mellow Mellow Mellow, will they be treated as a lolicon afterwards? They weren't, right? Please tell me they weren't. And Oda goes, her power is taking advantage of people thinking how cute, beautiful, how cute, beautiful. And so they let down their guide emotionally. We all look at little babies and kids and consider them cute, right? And that's enough to get yourself petrified. Even if there's a true lolicon among the ones being petrified, <laughs> one can't determine what kind of emotion led them to that state. So don't worry, your lolicon identity has not been revealed. Now I'll be petrified. <laughs> Cut to a photo of the guy just frozen in this. <laughs> all right next one i have a question about laws attack k room remember how you say it's Kroom? oh right because it, it is unusual it it's very K-Room unusual the whole time yeah but he says Kroom. Kroom. wait when does he say that again in one of that's in one Wano, of yeah. Things, right? yeah yeah and in episode uh 1066 yeah the one a big one yeah uh and so this one goes is the k the k of the Kaskuse awakening, or is it the K of Kikoku? Kikoku would be his sword. And it oh. goes, talking about Law's attack, right? Room is actually the power to create a surgery room, and you can do whatever you want within it. K room is to enclose his knife within the room. The yeah. user can do whatever his heart desires within the room, so he can stretch the sword or attack by creating a strong shockwave. To summarize, K is the K of knife. Another of his techniques, R room, the R is of the R of Re, departure distance, is a room that's away from the creator. Before, Law as the main doctor, Law as the main doctor has to be inside the surgery room, but with awakening, the OPOP fruit, that's no longer necessary. It's okay to just feel the gist of it if it sounds too complicated, lol. (laughs) That's pretty cool. That's really, really cool. Because I wondered that too. How he that's created a giant knife. Yeah, that's interesting. But I don't know if I well, because he could already cut people up before, right? He had to be and in the so, room. Ah, uh, oh, so people don't have to be in the room. He well, doesn't. They, he has. He, yeah, yeah. They, they had to be in the room. So now he doesn't have to do that. Also, oh, he could just form the room around people and then cut them up. Yeah. So. The K room is what he used around the knife. So the knife is layered in a room. So that's why the knife was giant. That's why the knife was huge, because it's still within its own room. 
the knife okay. itself. Okay. It had a layer of room around, right? The R room is different. And I think the way that that could be explained would be when Big Mom was trying to yell and he removed the yeah. silence. He made it silent. But he That's wasn't in the room. He, he that was that, move, that was a room out around only around Big Mom. That was such a great move. Yeah, great storytelling. Like that was the move that um defeated Big Mom in some way. Yay. Corazon's, Corazon's uh, specialty. Yeah. I thought that, that was, was awesome, cool. man. By the way, I didn't know that was that was what it was that like he just did the room and removed the the noise. Same. I just I didn't click until now. <laughs> oh just, right. I didn't even click. I was just thinking like, oh, Laura learned how to do that too. Cool. <laughs> I didn't even like <laughs> put it together. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't I didn't I didn't click either, because like, you'll hear the her homies go. I can't even hear her, and I'm like, I didn't piece it at the time when I read yeah. it. I was like, oh okay, well maybe they're far away from her. <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize they're like Law took away her like, ability to speak. Her voice activated. So so Law must have known that. That that like because I didn't even know that. I was like, oh, I didn't even know that they need to be voice activated and yeah. That just makes them look cooler. They kind of planned that out. Yeah, Law's cool, man. Law's one of the coolest characters. Dang. That's cool. He's he's smart. He is like the opposite of like he is like if he's if he's brains, Zora's muscle. Oh yeah. I mean he could be the opposite of Luffy as well. Brains <laughs> and like non brains. Luffy is just guts. Oh yeah. Remember that, that part where um where Big Mom was like, oh it was like Kaido's Kaido's attack's not even affecting Luffy and Luffy's like guts. Oh yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, afterwards, he's just like coughing up blood. Yeah, <laughs> and he's shrinking down. Can't grow around him. I hope they figure out his health issues after. Hope so. That's I hope so. Could be another theory. All right, and so the last point See? from this SBS is Sentamaru's past. Oda, the story is. The Marines received a report saying that wild bears are attacking human villages on a certain island, and Vegapunk accompanied them to set up a system to fight bears. When the Marines were investigating the dangerous mountain, they came across a boy who defeated all the bears with sumo and reigned as the boss of the mountain, and that was Sentamaru. He was a boy who was abandoned by villagers due to his violent behaviors when he was younger. Intrigued by the strength of this boy who didn't return to the village and is always hungry, Vegapunk hired him as his bodyguard. So now we see why he calls him uncle. Oh, yeah. Cool. What a cool back backstory. Yeah. So we see Sentamaru's got reverence for people who look after him. Which is cool. I think that's really cool. I, I like Sentamaru. I, th I don't think he's a bad guy or anything like that. I think he's... Uh, yeah. I don't think there's any bad guy. I don't think there's really any bad guy. Except for Doffy. Yeah. And uh, maybe Akainu. <laughs> Oh yeah, maybe. I say I say maybe because like we haven't heard his like story just yet. Yeah, he probably has some screwed up backstory that made him that way. Yeah. But yeah, it seems like Sitomaru has like something else. Probably 
he's a character that's in the same realm like uh, Fujito. Like, oh no no, wait, Sensamaru is a good guy now. He's a Vegapunk, Vegapunk and Straw Hats. Oh well, Vegapunk minus um the bad Vegapunk. Right. But um yeah. What happens now? You wanna go through some some other theories? I don't really have too many. I don't have any. I just think it was just fun. SPS is just is SPS is just meant to be fun. What I was gonna, what I'm looking at now is like the previous one because we, we didn't, uh, we haven't covered it. But there's a lot of questions and answers in this one. Oh yeah. Uh, up to you. Okay. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of images. Oh, there's a there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot. So um, so if you if you th- that's that's it uh for now, guys. So that is the. SPS that we had originally wanted to cover, which is SPS 106. But at the moment, if you want to hang around and you still want to listen, maybe you know we'll continue some further discussion. We're just going to look over the SPS 105 and then just see, see if there's any thoughts to add to that as well. So hang around. Otherwise, uh, we'll, 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 we'll chat in the next one. Um, Ethan and I will just carry on in terms of our breakdown of like any other recent stuff because maybe it'll be co- maybe it'll contribute to 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 future developments like near future developments of yeah. uh, of one piece or it's, you know just just little fun stuff or or we could just conclude this one and then just start a new one would that be better yeah let's do that all right guys thanks for listening um if you have any if you have any other questions or any 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 notes you you had decided or to to want to voice out or you want to you want to be part of this just let us know is there anything you want to finish off on man uh, nothing much. Um, just, uh, yeah, nothing much. <laughs> I don't really have anything. Yeah. Um, just to piggyback off what you're saying, yeah, ask us questions if you guys want to, you know, know anything else or or any topics that you guys want us to talk about. Yeah, hundred percent. So. Yeah, so that's gonna be this one, and then we're gonna carry on in the bonus. All right, so if you want to carry on with this conversation, come join us in the bonus lounge. Sweet. Awesome. I'll see you later, guys.